Yo, what hey. is up, headhunters, executive recruiters, search firm owners, and all the rest of you beautiful scallywags out there? This is David Seven Patterson. You may know me as DSP. This is the Headhunters Live show number three. And we have our beautiful, beautiful co host, Chris Wessel. And our. I thought you were going to say Neil, but. Okay. Other co host with a great personality. Great personality. <laughs> He's got Neil. a beautiful personality. He's got a my face for radio. Oh, Hey, when you introduce me to a girl, he's got a great personality. It's always a kiss of death, too. Yeah. He's got a great oh, sense man. of humor. <laughs> we you. have a great show for you guys today. Um, today, we're going to be talking about AI. Uh, and this actually is uh, really just, I guess, an extension of what we talked about last uh, last week when Chris Wessel, who I don't know where you were at, man, but I was, show my, in. I was actually oh. washing my hair at the time. That's I was washing my hair, so I couldn't make it. Oh, or were you wrestling? Did Wessel used to wrestle? That would have been a fun thing. Wessel wrestle? I guess not fun. Not, I'm not funny either. Not handsome, and I'm not funny. Reminds you of that Star Trek movie with with uh, where he was like uh, with Chekhov? Uh, yeah, wrestles. Yeah, yeah. Where the wrestles. <laughs> Well, guys, uh, we are broadcasting live in the uh, in our Facebook groups, the Headhunter and Executive Community, as well as the Independent Recruiters uh, Facebook group as well. Uh, so if you guys are in one of those groups and you guys are, are, are watching, please comment live so we know that you are listening. Uh, if you're watching the replay, comment replay because we'd love to know who's actually watching these things. And do us a favor. If we make you smile, if we make you laugh, we make if, you, if, if, we, if we make you hate us, whatever it is, if we make you verklempt, Whatever the hell that means, please like, love, show some motion because that is what uh, juices us and it helps juice the algorithm as Clem well. Works. But, um, you're throwing out Yiddish. You're the last person that should be throwing out Yiddish. You look, you, you know what I mean? Like what? I'm I'm connected to the Jewish faith. My my better half is Jewish, and that means she's part of the chosen. Wait, are you? Hold Jewish. on, are you admitting that Neil's your better half? Is that what's going on? Uh -huh. <laughs> Neil is my better half. <laughs> I hate to say it's a bad joke, but we used to refer to her as Jewish by injection. In that case, no, you'd be Jewish by injection. It, never mind. If if I no, that isn't quite. Yeah, it's like it's wait, wait, All right, is that yeah, drop me dagger over there. there. I don't want to go here. But my 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 beautiful better half is is technically Jewish, uh, in the and so maybe my daughter is uh, is Jewish. She follows the the female line, from my understanding. Right, right. So yeah. Right, yeah, so I'm so I'm cho I'm, cho I'm not chosen people, but I'm chosen adjacent. Well, that's you were right. chosen by the chosen, so that's something to be said for that. Yeah, chosen inception. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so for those of you folks who are wondering where Neil is, Neil is actually I can see your face, Neil. Which is amazing. Usually, you've got that skyline behind you. We can't see your face because of the shadow. You got locked out, didn't you? Oh, I do got to buy that new uh, podcast camera. I got rid of it when I moved. Yeah, I'm at a, a meeting, uh, and this is in a conference room, so it looks like a Zoom background. You know, it's a nice, you know, you know, conference room, basic, you know, conference room. Those you don't know, Neil. Neil got uh, uh, Neil. I believe was evicted, <laughs> and uh, we got to watch it live. No, no judgment. <laughs> no, no. There's judgment. been, there's been hey, a misunderstanding. I, he's trying to get in the building. People are like, I don't know you, slamming the door in his face. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank it was you. fantastic. All right, guys. Well, let's talk about AI. Uh, this is, uh, you know, we had, we had talked about automation last time, and um, and 
if if you haven't been living under a rock, you guys know that AI is is a thing. It's 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 everybody's talking about it. Everybody's starting to use it. it it's like the hot new toy, and people say it's going to destroy recruiting. People say it's going to get rid of recruiters. But then again, people say the same thing about LinkedIn. It'll get rid of recruiters. People say the same thing about job boards. You know what I mean? Heck, same. You know, so whenever like a new tool comes around, it seems like you know it's the, the death of recruiting as we know it. Like the, the tagline. But um, you know, curious stuff because I know we we had talked about this before. What are your thoughts on that? Because you you have talked about how you think this is going to flush a lot of recruiters out of the market, or at least it's going to affect a lot of recruiters. You asking me or Chris? Yeah, you, you Neil. Yeah, you, you you just mentioned that earlier on. Earlier oh, yes, I, I agree with you that there's always panic when there's any big, I hate to say paradigm shift, but any big change on sites, right? On temp on sites in the day, it's going to change the temp industry, advertising. Right. Oh, my God, it's going to change. Uh, you name it. Right. Uh, uh, and it keeps going up. VMSs are going to change it. The, everything's going to change it. And no, it hasn't. But it's different this time, in my opinion. Why? Because the advent of the Internet, right, the major growth in it has brought an onslaught of recruiters. OK. And a bunch of people that watch this. But it's brought an onslaught of recruiters that are able to just mass email, use technology, get job orders, make matches low by hanging fruit, indeed, by low hanging fruit. And that's all that all that they do, low hanging fruit. And it's been an, it's been something that's been pervasive and has really exploded in the last five years. OK. And so these people are at a major and there's a lot of people watching this. You're at a you major these people. Advantage. But you're at a major disadvantage this time, David, because AI and matching, no one's going to need you in the day. I would say, oh, well, you're always LinkedIn. You're right. But you know what? You need a recruiter. There's just too much stuff out there with AI. And once they get the right platforms, which can continue, or the right recruiters use AI and help their clients out with their, you know what I mean? They're the ones who are going to take advantage. They're going to be able to do it. They're going to be able to source through every resume. You Come on. It already does it. You think they're not going to do that tomorrow? You mm -hmm. need to network and recruit. So my point is AI won't be the destruction of recruiting. It will be the destruction of the low-hanging fruit recruiters that are a lot of the population, if that makes sense. Chris, and I know you have to, Yeah, to piggyback off that, like I have the same observation, Neil, where the barrier to entry is, is uh, internet access, right? And yeah. unfortunately, there have been a lot of um, coaches and so forth who have promoted that, hey, all you need is like a phone and internet connection and bang your recruiter. And the formula has basically been- Most you of them. Just, Most yeah, of yeah, send a, a, a shitload of emails and just just hope some stuff sticks. And, and it ends up being very transactional, very, very low hanging fruit. And, you know, for a time period, there was some money to be made doing that. And it, it's not maybe the best level of service, but it was filling a need for some people because, you know, deals were coming together and whatever. And, and no critique of like, it's not the way I would do it, but it, it, it was working for some people. The, the problem is that now this, the very like, like, for example, you'll have a lot of recruiters that'll post and be like, oh, how many I'd like to be able to post and have it cross post to a bunch of job boards and this and that. And like, these are people who are basically saying, I would like to charge a client $10,000, $20,000. And I would like to post free ads. And I would like that to just magically come together. And I make a huge profit. And that's just not sustainable or realistic. And not so this is kind of it's been earning them a living, a good living a lot. It, it. it has. It just it's but when the paradigm yeah. changes and that's right. the, the, yeah. the um 
more basic elements of what you're doing are, are more easily replaced by some yeah. kind of automation or some kind of automated intelligence. That's, that's what's most at risk. Same thing like with how it's affecting like software developers, you know, they're, it's less about writing like manual code and, and the skill set will shift to the, the, the software engineers that can interpret the code, edit the code, figure out how to apply the code to the business at hand, et cetera. I use that example because I do a fair amount of IT recruiting and technology recruiting, but it's, it's the same kind of like leveling up. You, you're, you're, when you carve out like the simple tasks, like all that's, that's left, there's still someone that needs to then do something with that information. And that's where the line is going to start to get drawn. Uh, I mean, I think the good, the opportunity there is if this is you, what you can start looking at now is like, how can I realign my value proposition? How can I, instead of being consumed by this or phased out by this, how can I adopt this, get better, add more value, use this to my advantage? Like this is the time to start thinking about that. Well, here's the thing yeah. though, too, when you think about um, AI, um, uh, a buddy of mine that, that actually so 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 just FYI. So I, I used to be pretty pretty against the whole AI generated tech sort of thing, um, and it was only like earlier in this year, maybe January, where I, I really uh, switched my stance because I had a buddy of mine who actually taught me how to create uh, things called AI personas and how to create really good content via uh, using AI, and kind of opened my eyes to to the possibilities of it. And the way he described it to me really made sense in the sense that it's it's just a calculator. Right yeah. for for mathematicians, it doesn't replace mathematicians. What it does is it helps mathematicians, the good ones, do more complex calculations because now they don't have to worry about all the 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 the, the low level calculations that take up much of their time. They can work on higher level items, and so it takes care of the low value task right it's kind of like a va in a lot of ways right a va mm -hmm. might be able to do like maybe some sourcing cleaning up data that sort of thing things that you could do yourself but it frees you up to do higher level things like develop client relationships uh, uh closing deals working deals, like I said, all those things are really really important so i think i think ai is just a tool just like anything else and you can either decide not to use it or you decide to use it but i, I i'm here to tell you that high level mathematicians the ones who use calculators probably do better in their careers than the ones who decide I'm gonna write it out them. and do like times tables and stuff like that. Yeah. In the beginning, I was going to kind of do it at the end, but maybe I just lay out mm -hmm. the framework so people can think of the different ways that AI are being used in recruiting. And then David, I know you want to talk about this a lot about people focus on a lot about the sourcing side, right? And content side, which David, I, I mean, the personas, I want you to talk about that more. Because David's enlightened me to personas and, and what they can do. So just real quickly, and then I'll turn it back over to you. Um, think about all the different ways that you can use AI. And again, it can't, it can't be for matching. And just because you're going to be in big trouble like we talked about. So there's resume screening, massive. How are you going to use it different? So you got the screening element. That's where everyone's focusing. Candidate sourcing. Okay. That's that, a lot of what we're talking about. There's chatbots, virtual assistants, right? So, I mean, you can do a lot with, a, you can do a lot of virtual system within, within AI. Skill assessments, right? So how are you going to help your clients with automated testing, simulations, evaluate candidates better so you get better quality you got to be in on that 
bias reduction, right? Think about this. You, you can use algorithms, all right? They can help you focusing on criteria. You remove it. You can help your clients with this. There's predictive analysis AI, okay? You can do this. You can help your clients with this. You can look at your database. You can look at patterns, trends, where are needs, when do job orders become open, right? All these things. How are you going to use that to help your desk? And then employee retention. You can help your clients with this. There's all sorts of AI in that where you can help these HR people partner with them to help improve those, okay? So it's not just the, the one area, okay, David? So I think that might help as a framework of all the things people should think about as their own CEO of their business. Right, and like the, the VA example, oh, sorry. And I guess, so, okay. so the, the VA example, just to, to build on that too, is like, you know, I've, I and, and, and I know the two of you have used VAs for a while too. You start to you figure out like, okay, what can I have a VA do that that's get, allowing me to spend more time on, you know, high quality conversations, you know, important touches. Now you can take it like a step further. And if you have a VA, like there's things that, that, that if you can't afford a VA, like AI might be able to do for you. But if you have a VA, like don't get rid of them just yet, because you can then say, think, start thinking about what I've been doing. What kinds of automation can I employ that my VA can put into place that saves them a few hours, which means now I can have them do more. Um, and there's, there's a lot of, like when you met one thing you, I wanted to touch on that you mentioned, Neil, like um, some like analysis, you know, even things like like market trends and being able to go to a client and you're talking to them about a position and you want to be able to quickly understand how many other companies have been hiring in that market for that kind of role and how long they've been open and how many applicants they've been getting and just whatever you want to pull. There are plugins you can use in like Google Sheets and stuff like that that employ AI where you can it operates almost like a, a, a super macro where you can say I want this kind of Excel because it's not just like written output like there's 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 spreadsheet output. And you can like plug in whatever variables you want, not not need to know how to like code in Excel or write complex formulas and just be like, do this for me. And you've got all that analysis. I don't want to go in a rabbit hole on that. But I guess what I'm saying is like there yeah. are other angles to look at here that can save you a lot of time. Huge, huge. Now, so so the, the one I want to talk about is um, is content because that's that's my area of expertise. Um, uh, I've dabbled in other other areas, but where I specifically have done ninety uh, percent of my work in AI has been on the content side. And one of the things that I talk a lot about in terms of um, in terms of marketing, right? So 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 I think right now uh, recruiters are are you know job orders are getting a little more lean you know not not in every every industry but at the end of the day the slowdown is a slowdown whether you call it a recession depression slowdown whatever whatever it is the market has to change let's not suck your head in the sand so uh so what happens is recruiters are pretty more focused on outreach now because when uh legacy clients aren't hiring as much anymore you need new clients what do you do you go out recruiting one-on-one you go out and reach out to new people so yeah the market is being flooded right now and everybody's automating everything and just as we spoke about last week, you know, when everybody else is automating, then when you can do automation better and actually personalize it a lot more and put a lot more personal touch, it actually helps you stand out even more. And a sea of vanilla, it's the it's the cherry Garcias and the funky monkeys and the you know the mint chocolate chips that that do really well. And it, when everybody else is offering up vanilla, right? And and, and same thing comes to content. You know, uh, I've been talking a lot about content over over the years and how. Recruiters should be creating content to establish their authority, to get more eyeballs on them. At the end of the day, the, the rubber where the rubber hits the road is an outreach, right? If you have really good content out there that people see on LinkedIn, other places, then they're more likely to respond to you when you reach out to them directly. It's it's same things happen in my in my own coaching business. Um, 
uh, when we do outbound to other search firm owners, half the people we book calls with have already been in my group. They've been seeing my training. They, they know my name. So they're much more likely to respond. Same thing in, 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 in our world, right? When you create good content that your prospects see, they're more likely to respond to your outbound and, and know you. I mean, all the big firms know this. There's a reason why the big firms uh, put out all their content because they're brand building. Well, thing is with AI, uh, before this, independent recruiters who didn't have a team of copywriters and marketers and they're busy as hell on their desks, they barely had time to write content. Most of it was kind of crappy and they, they would push content out there and look kind of like, like crap. Well, now these recruiters now have the ability to, to use ChatGPT AI to produce even more crap content and push it out there. And so we're going to see an explosion of crap content. And the way I look at it is if you are using AI uh, correctly and smartly and, and doing it well, you can create content. Um, that will blow away, you know, 95 to 98% of the copywriters out there during the crash of the time in your voice if you if you utilize it the right way, right? Again, it's just like a calculator. You can use a calculator the right way, the wrong way, just like any other tool. And I think the the explosion of content out there, if you create very, very good content at scale very quickly with without taking up too much of your own time, I think that's gonna be a big game changer. Um and and, I'll t and we can dive more into some details here in a few minutes, but just to give you some ideas in terms of content, because what does that mean? Well, obviously there's you know articles, right? LinkedIn articles, blog articles for the, the for for your website. There's gonna be, of course, LinkedIn uh, content or any other social media platform you're on. Although LinkedIn is kind of the big one, um, but even beyond that, um, uh, you can create um, you can have AI create your your uh, candidate submittals. I don't know about you, Chris, but I know for me. When I was a recruiter, my my uh, the the one thing I hated more than anything else in this business was writing up candidates' middles. Hated it, hate it, still hate it to this day. Can't stand it, and was always my biggest bottleneck. Um, you can create uh, uh, an AI an, an AI system. It's actually you can create where you can you can plug in the resume, plug in your notes from from the call. Maybe even give it a, give the uh, feed the AI the transcript from your conversation with the candidate, and then it'll. Write out a really solid candidate submittal you can send to your client. And on that on that point too, to, to piggyback off that, like you're exactly right. Like as someone who wants to, you know, keep things moving, et cetera, et cetera. Like I find probably the most one of the most onerous things necessary, but but painful sometimes. Sit down, focus, and write, you know, a compelling bio. I know I do it because I know it's what needs to get done. It's not my favorite thing to do, but it's a necessary aspect, right? Um, I would take it a step further too, and also say that uh, job descriptions, sometimes uh, clients ask some of us to help them create a job description that um, like, because, because they're, they don't have one at all. Right. And they're like, they're like, can you help us develop the job? You not even just for advertising it, but just even like internally, because they're like, we just are trying to throw together a job description. Cause we just, we just gave you a bunch of info and it's great value add for clients to be able to do that. And I've done it often. It's again, not my favorite thing. Cause again, it's writing. I'll do it, you know, at night or early in the morning when like I can focus more, but if you can turn around, like take your notes from your intake call and then turn around and say, Hey, I crafted this job description. What do you think? Now, of course you're going to want to put your tweaks on it. It's just a starting point, but like how, wow, how much time would that save you? And, and then the client's like, oh, this is great. They put together this, this, this job description. It's a great deliverable. Or like you were able to do a compelling submittal, which yes, of course, you're going to make some of your own. Yeah. And David, too. talk a little but bit about the personal. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's, that, that was all I was going to say. I was going to say, David, a little bit more about the personas. And the reason I say it is I, I really didn't know much about it. And um, 
so I, I should say I've used David as a consultant for me for AI. And so I, I'm preaching uh, someone who uses it. And David helped us with these personas. And, and really, uh, the layperson term is uh, David, he, all these things you're talking about, David will create a persona. He'll say, all right, do one that does this. He, and it just, David, you tell them. I mean, because it's amazing and it's helped us. Uh, we're using it forever. We're creating personas for everything because of David. So talk about that a little more, David, because this is a persona yeah, right now you create. Like, that's just what I'm thinking, right? You would create one for Christmas scenario. Exactly. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. So so actually, the, the way it works is, so to to to... I have to give you like the, the brief rundown. And by the way, I just saw a comment. I, I don't see the name, but it said it gives you just a draft, not content. Uh, so I don't know if, if you're talking about AI, but actually AI can actually create real content. Uh, but you have to put a lot and of work GPT in on the front four, end. This is the thing. So, you got to make sure you're using GPT-4, which will have yeah. because GPT-3 is it's a date. It's, it's draft and it's and it's historical stuff. You can use real. You got to make sure you get the real Internet access and they all have different ways. But anyway, keep going. That's that's yeah. that's why. Yeah, so, so the way it works at AI, so 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 yeah, uh, this on the context of of, of ChatGPT. Now, there's other ones like Claude is one that I use as well, and there's a few. And there's Bard, which I really don't use, um, but ChatGPT uh, I use that about ninety percent of the time. The base the way it works. Um, when people produce like really crappy content, it's because they just go to ChatGPT, they they type the free version, they type something in. Uh, I want to create an article about this or link to post about that, and it creates something kind of generic or crappy, or it looks like AI wrote it. Um, uh, usually, it looks generic, which is where you get to get the get the, the, the draft the draft thought right, the draft con uh, draft uh, comment, which is it creates a draft, but you have to punch it up. However, when an AI persona is, so the good thing about ChatGPT especially the, the, the pro version, which is the paid version, it has uh, a pretty decent, decent memory, meaning you can input it training and it'll remember that training as it creates content for you. So as an example, uh, if you want to create a, um, uh, 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 an AI persona that creates LinkedIn posts, for example, you could train it on, uh, 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 you could train it as a, you are my social media manager uh, and you give it the, the skill set. You are this, you do this, you do this, you do this. You're an expert in these different things. Uh, you give it a writing style. You can actually take either your current writing style or you can actually take maybe an influencer that you like. Like maybe Seth, um, um, uh, Seth Goat, I was going to say, not Seth oh, Rogan. Seth. Uh, not Rogan, that influencer. Seth, Seth Goat, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but taking like his writing and then creating uh, a write like uh, a writing style from that, you enter that in, and then you input um, all the uh, training about your company. You know, this is my company. Here's what I do. Here's about me. Cut maybe copy paste from your from your website. You want to train it on your client audience. Our we work in the medical device space. Um, we work with these titles. Here are their pain points. Here are their desires. Here are what they like. Do the same thing on the candidate side. Canvas industry here are their titles, here are their pain points, here are their, their ones, here are their frustrations, here are their fears. Uh, and then train on the copywriting aspect. And that's why it, okay. it takes David, a lot of time. Let me add, let me Let's chime in. All, that. all this, David, what you're saying right here, David explained this to me, okay? Mm -hmm. So I was expecting that to figure out how to do all this, right? So David comes to our meeting with the whole team. David created the persona with all the stuff he's talking about. Now, I didn't know because David, we did, I didn't know what he set up. I thought he was going to show us how, what, a, just like this generic sort of training on it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, let's play with it. I want to do an article on so-and-so. And all of a sudden it has our name in it. It's listing competitive. I'm like, what, what just happened? And he explained exactly this, that 
it was it, it used all of my data, all my like. So keep going. It, it's that's what he did, and he literally handed it to us. I'm not trying to plug David's programs, which he uh, sells. You'll get to that. Sure. But I'm worth every penny. But keep going, dude. Yeah. So yeah, it was, I was, um, yeah, it, it's, it's really busy. So what you what you put at, at, at Neil? I appreciate that, by the way. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. Um, but, but, but <laughs> now, seriously, we put all that in, uh, train on some copywriting, uh, and from there, uh, so it takes a while to train it, right? To get all to keep all the, all that information in. But once you do that, now that AI persona has uh, has that memory of your your company, who you are, your writing style, uh, your your clients' desires and needs and fears, et cetera, or your candidates' desires, needs and fears, et cetera. And all that. Once you do all that, then it can start producing really good quality content. It's it's about if you put enough work on the front end, front end to set things up correctly, and then on the back end, you just know how to manage it. Because when it creates content, it may not be exactly right, and but that's just knowing how to correct it. Um, actually, don't mention this and make it more compelling. Use less emojis, and then it'll redo it and get it to where you want it to be. Maybe change a few words here and there, and then from there, post it. And uh, it's just about it's just about doing the enough front end work to create uh, to create that content. Or anything David, else. some ideas, all right, to get creative because it's endless. So after David comes in, we're like, all right, we want to take our ebook. By the way, David, put that up there. You got to get it. Staffing by the book, back office staffing solutions.com for just staffing for real. It's an amazing book on it. Um, but uh, oh god, I lost my ah, uh, there you go. Um, oh god, what was my uh, what was my whole point on it? Well, do get the book. I was your point was get the book. So. No, no. <laughs> that's ideas. Ideas about how to use AI. Oh, about, uh, oh yeah, about just different ideas of using AI. So we have the book. We want to create blogs from the book. We created a content editor with David's help that's going to do this. And we we analyze the book to create blog posts. We want to create email campaigns from the blog. There's a there's a, a persona. They'll say, take this, create an email article with this tone, with a header, H1 style. David, keep going, David. I'm saying, but this is the ideas are with ever imagination you have to create all this amazing stuff. Like incredible. Keep going, brother. We also really cool use use of AI. Uh, and um, so there, there's an age old practice uh, in our world where I'm sure you guys have done this before. I know I have plenty of times back in the day. You see a, a search firm or, or an agency has a, has a job posting up. And so you think, oh, I want that job. So Usually, most recruiters are lazy. They just they copy, copy paste, and paste the jobs. Name. Yeah, and to take like a line is basics. But to take out like a yeah. line from one of the job descriptions and Google it and see if you can find the originating company. Um, um, and then and then uh, and that, but this manual process kind of a pain in the ass. And maybe have like a VA do that or whatever. Uh, I trained an AI persona to do that. Now, in in all fairness, it didn't have a hundred percent hit rate it was about 25 30 um, percent but what i would do is i would um i would enter in that information to give it access to the internet and they would try to and, and train on look for you know uh, similar lines and da, 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 da. anyway give the parameters and i got about 25 30 percent hit rate which is pretty neat pretty neat right and i think it's only going to get better so even even finding leads uh, it works well um but well, yeah. in addition to that was that? I was say like if you're querying like and if I don't know at some point there'll probably be like a LinkedIn plugin for it or other things like sometimes databases that you're querying only have certain levers you can move but like with something like this you can add another layer of input where you say I want you want it to to take the the search terms the search criteria that much more in depth than maybe that particular uh, database can offer and you know maybe you could have it 
you know what I'm saying? Like you can really like customize the output even more and save yourself time. Oh, speaking of this, you actually have AI uh, create create Boolean search strings for you as well. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, take them, yeah, yeah, yeah. take Boolean search strings and just like, because that that's still time consuming, like tinkering with those, playing around. And just to, before I forget, uh, a friend of mine who does marketing for a, a, a search firm uh, and had did their website and organically got their SEO like through the roof and, and they show up in mm -hmm. a lot of top search results for their what they do. Um, you can like think of all the times we're trying to load up like our metadata or whatever. I'm not an SEO guy, so I'll probably gonna screw this up, but you're trying to load behind the scenes all the terms so that you show up organically in search. And like, what's the process for that? Usually we're like, let's see, what are all the terms that might someone might search for? What just ask chat GTPT or something like that to, to generate that. And then there's all your terms. He did that. And like every way you could possibly think of looking for the type of searches that they do and just loaded up the back end with it just so it would show up you know, and I'm probably explaining it a little rough because I'm not an SEO guy, but you get you get the, the idea. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 powerful stuff, man. It, it really really is powerful. So how, uh, you know, it, well, um, all the different uses uses of AI and how you can use it in your in your practice. You know, actually, it doesn't even uh, stop with regular content. So, um, if you guys, for example, so here's some of the ways I'm using AI uh, in in my practice. David, so don't be don't... shy. Put up your put up mm -hmm. your program on there. I know you don't like to overtly plug, but I'm just saying, like a lot of people aren't going to want to do it, and it's worth every penny for your stuff. But put up. Uh, I, I know you have the links in there. I forget what you call it. Um, whatever it's oh, yes, called actually, um, like, again, it's just, if you want to learn and do, it, if you don't know how, um, it's worth a start. We're, we're, we're taking it over. Um, they, uh, like it's invaluable. So I know you have a lot of stuff on it for those that are interested and there are. Look at it. So, so, so this actually, if anybody's interested in doing this, um, actually I was going to plan on promoting this towards the end, but this is, um, this is right, my here. program here. Uh, here we go. So, um, Basically, it's three one-on-one -on -one sessions with us where we actually install a fleet of AI personas in your practice, show you how to use it. It's all one-on-one -on -one work. Um, and you can go to realdsp.me forward slash AI dash personal, uh, persona, not personal, <laughs> but AI dash persona, and use the code persona for $500 off, right? So you know, so for $500 off the, the, the top price, you can book three sessions. Why didn't I us. see a coupon code when we did this? Oh no! Sorry, uh, your coupon code uh, adds 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 costs on that. Sorry, just I forgot kidding, to just that kidding. to you. Um, but yeah, but but one of the ways I'm using, and I'll probably uh, uh, go over that more into in in the um, um, a lot of part of the show when we did. When, uh, I'll pitch it more then. But but as far as um, actually, I will I will show you one thing. Check this out. Beyond just beyond just the content, you see that logo right there, right here. This little that woman with the you know, whatever that logo AI generated. Five minutes using uh, uh, a, a tool called Midjourney, right? So I mean, I would have had to pay somebody to create that for me. Instead, five minutes later, boom, added a logo for that particular program. And the funny thing about this, normally I do my own writing in terms of my, my emails and my sales pages. On this particular promotion, when I did this, I had AI write almost the entire thing, almost the entire sales page, on my emails, everything. So uh, feel free to go in there. Like I said, it's uh, uh, realdsp.me forward slash AI dash persona, and you can check it out. And David, how's this? David will say, watch huh? this. Okay, watch this. Please have it give me this in WordPress code. Uh, HTML and you take the code it gives you and you paste it into WordPress and you have a website, uh, you yeah. know, oh, like, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you. You forgot yeah. you told us that. 
Also, it's also what you can do as well is um, um, uh, personal knowledge management. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm really big into personal productivity and productivity systems, um, the um, um, uh, the uh, GTD method, all, all that stuff. Right? So if, if for any folks who are into productivity, knowledge management is a big part of it because we're knowledge workers and there's a lot of knowledge that we're got right on our, our brains. We're always doing training and we're trying to learn new things, keep up with current events. And so – for any of you who are familiar with the term second brain, which basically means creating a productivity system that handles that that manages all of your knowledge, manages all of your tasks, manages all of your main main to dos, your goals, et cetera, so that we can get all that out of your head, so you can then focus on 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 creating new ideas and actually working your business. Because our brains aren't built to hold knowledge, right? We're not we're not really built for that. We're built to think, but not store data. So um, I I discovered a tool a couple months ago called Mem.ai. So M E M.ai, um, and so. I've got this. Uh, so with this tool, basically, it's a knowledge management tool. So you can you can input all your knowledge, all your notes, PDFs, documents, everything of yours in there, uh, even entire books. And then once it processes that, you can chat with it about that knowledge, right? And so it's great for bringing disparate ideas together. Um, another great way I use it is I've got an automation setup where. Let's say I watch a YouTube video that I, I, I like and I want to take notes on, or I, or I didn't want to listen to the whole thing. I just want to get the summary. Um, I've got an automation where I could send it to this automation. It'll, it'll send it to ChatGPT. It'll transcribe the whole thing, and then, and then it'll create a summarized notes, bullet points, and then I'll import that into Mem. So I can, from in one click of a button, I can go send a YouTube video through that to automation. I end up in mem.ai and I'll add to my personal knowledge base. Um, so even little things like that, beyond just the content, beyond sourcing, anything like that, just like even like knowledge management, AI really is is kind of revolutionizing uh, you know, the, the the way we work, right? I'm looking at the website. Think for, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the website for mem.ai as you're as you're talking. It's that's that's a fascinating application though, because I mean, think about like our brains are mostly geared towards. The information that we need more or less in the moment and anything that we learned a while ago that we aren't really using kind of gets pushed out. and like just being able to connect the dots quickly and just have like kind of your own cold cold storage memory <laughs> like uh, yeah it's like for, for 10 bucks a month i think or something like that it's yeah, um it's it's, or 12 bucks whatever it is it's super cheap and just the yeah the, the you should get out of it is like i've I, it's been a godsend for me the last last couple of months um and it just gets better the more knowledge you add to it um so it actually it's just so something else you could do so i um so i recently um read uh an alex ramosi book uh uh 100 million offers right so it's just it's, it's just basically a, a a digital marketing book right and so um well, I take it back. I didn't read it, but I got it. Let's put it that way. I got the book <laughs> and I was going to listen to the audio, audio, and I decided, but instead what I did is I found the PDF of the book. I uploaded that to AI, and then I had it help me, guide, guide me through the book, right? It saved me so much time, right? So you can actually upload entire books and then chat to the bot as if that bot is the book, has all the knowledge of the book, and that way you can get all the most important tidbits out of it and move on to the next. So kind of like Cliff Notes, but on steroids. That's crazy. Yeah. That's super yeah, cool. Cool. Your story. Think about all the books you want to read, like on your list of like stuff that you'd like to read and things that you bookmark and stuff. And you're like, I'll get to that. And then you can just dump it in one place and then query it like as needed. Sorry, Neil. Good. No, it's okay. I, I was just saying, it reminds me of a Jeff K, the trainer. 
uh, a story he used to tell, and I and I loved it, and it was it reminded me of what you just did, David. But it was about the three frogs on a log, and it said there's three frogs on a log on a lake, and two of them plan on jumping off. How many frogs will be left? And everyone says one, and the answer is three. Planning doesn't mean anything. Everyone plans; it's doing it, right? So it reminded me of that. To your point, I got the book. I know you might you listen to it on audio, but at first I thought you were getting it's one thing, executing is another. Jeff K, homage, my brother. Nice. Oh yeah, Jeff K is great. Oh, you know, actually, speaking of that, there's another use for AI: project management, right? Yeah. So if you want to plan plan something, um, we're t you know, recruiters typically poor planners, right? And that's how every recruiter in the known universe teaches about how plan your calls for the next day, the day before, blah 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 blah. Right? Everybody, everybody's seen the training a million times over, but no one ever does it. Um, you can actually have AI pl plan out projects. So, for example, let's say you need to implement a new ATS system, right? Where do you start, right? And most recruiters just dive into it. And then the next thing, you know, three months later, they got a new ATS system. They don't know how they got there, right? They don't know how long it's going to take. They don't know how much it's going to cost. You actually have AI plan your project for you. And probably think of a lot of things that you did not think of, right? So you can, you can have actually manage all of your, or at least create project plans for all of your projects. If you input your team members, it can actually start assigning team members uh, different tasks within the context of that project as well, right? Um, Heck, there's an AI percentage you can create for legal contracts, right? If you want to, uh, so you know how you send an agreement over to to, to a new client and their legal their their legal eagles start redlining shit, and it's just such a pain in the ass. Imagine how you can redline their shit, right? Which is fun, but uh, you can actually input their agreements. You can actually have it have it if or you have a special situation that is really unique. You don't want to use a lawyer lawyer to add that addendum to a contract. Have a, uh, that AI. Uh, That's your soundbite ad right there. You could redline <laughs> their shit. That's your quote right there. That's yeah, it, redline right? their shit. That's it. Which is great. I see that on a landing page, brother. <laughs> redline <laughs> their shit. But yeah, um, other other uses: competitive analysis, right? So you can have chat. You can give. So you get there are special plugins uh, that that um, uh, third party plugins that chat that OpenAI licenses and that uh, so you can actually use within the chat system itself, and um, and some of those plugins give it access to the internet. You can actually uh, have it read links. You can have it. Uh, you can input PDFs, etc. Um, well, one great thing to do with with that sort of plugin is you can research your competitors. So if you want to, if you want to learn all you can learn about your competitors, which is something that I think every recruiter should do if they really want to you know, thrive in the next few years, learn everything you can about your competitors. But most recruiters don't because it's very time intensive. It's a pain in the ass. And, and honestly, um, you know, just like when you're, when you're dating, like you always want to think you're the most attractive person in the room, you know, you're probably not, it's kind of hard to see Why? Every, everything of my looks all day. I know. I'm sorry, Neil. Uh, yeah. Well, but I, but I will tell you though, the, um, um, uh, everybody thinks they're better than the other guy, but in reality, you're probably not it. So look and see what they're doing, improve upon it, do better, et cetera. But, but most recruiters didn't have blinders on because again, it's a pain in the ass and it's, and it's, and it's also hard to see others that are better than you use AI to actually do research on your competitors. Right, so you can then start seeing where you need to prove, or where there's gaps in the market, or or, or or what are they saying? If you if you have this really cool thing that you're doing that you're offering to your clients, you think is really unique, but it turns out everybody else is doing it, and everybody else is sounding the same way, then maybe you should change your approach. Right, so even just you think you're sounding different, but you're really not. Yeah. Oh yeah, and every recruiter, believe me, every recruiter finds the best candidates. We all say that, right? 
We do it the fastest. We all say that. We have the best process in the world. We all say that. We have the biggest network in the world. We all say that. We have the big, we have been the business the longest. We all say that. Like everybody says the same shit all yeah, the time. That's right. Right. There's not, there's, there's very little yeah. unique out there. Let, let me, and let me, I love you. Always say that. And I say, and, and who recruits? Like we recruit, we network, we get better people. I, I just want to add this on to the last comments before as you guys are talking. Every time you make a placement, off of someone from a job board or LinkedIn from an email, freak out. Okay. That's going to disappear guys. That's going to disappear. That is disappearing at will fast. They're not going to need you for that. So when you get it, it's nice. It's going to go away fast. Think about that every time use AI to be different. So you can start telling the answer what David and Chris are talking about to be different. Use AI to recruit to get to people better now than ever that you want to network with and talk to and get that isn't low hanging fruit. You got to do it. Okay. That's what it reminds me of David, because everyone does say the same crap. And I'm thinking about those 50% out there that are chugging resumes. Okay. And they can't, cause everyone says the same. Keep going. I love it. I love, I've heard you say this. I keep going. Oh yeah. Well, it, I'll tell you what, it's, um, it, 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 there's a CSA miss out there. And I think that, I think that um, uh, it's just obviously, you know, uh, trying to do things differently and, and listening to what everybody else is doing really, really important, but also to your point about AI, about it, about uh, it's going to be harder and harder to just bang out places with just an email or, or posting. Now I will say, um, I don't think it'll disappear completely, but you, but you are right in terms of it'll disappear. Mostly. I think, I think uh, just like with LinkedIn, you know, a lot of, of of using LinkedIn to to network and recruit, et cetera. But there are still need for recruiters because recruiters we're good at building relationships. We're really good at, at recruiting passive candidates. We're good at getting uh, into the heads of our candidates and our clients. We're, we're good at negotiating these deals and, and massaging them to make sure they work out. You know, all those things aren't going to go away. But what happened was I think um, LinkedIn uh, helps uh, – uh, take away some of those old sourcing activities that I used to have to do before LinkedIn. And so I could spend more of my time talking to clients and prospects and candidates, right? Um, back in the day, I, I was manually finding people and sourcing. And it was just such a, a time suck that I have to do it, do it anymore with LinkedIn. I think this as well is going to take care of all those little, little things that you don't need to do anymore to get a VA to do it, get an AI or get VA with AI, whatever. And you'll be able to spend more time talking to clients and talking to clients and building relationships. And I think it, that is the number one thing that's going to see everybody through is just relationships, 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 relationships. It makes right, AI makes relationships even more important. Right. And I found that I've, 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 I would say probably I spend as much time on getting a deal across the finish line as I do on some of the other stuff. Right. And, you know, partially because I, I have like VA and some other things helping on, you know, saving me some time on some of the low, like necessary, but time consuming tasks. But like, to your point, basically that, that nuance, the, the deal making, the moving things along, the understanding how like to relate to your clients and how to, you know, be that buffer between the candidate and the, and the client. We're, we're trying to get the deal done and and you're we're absorbing all kinds of emotion right because like you bring an offer and they're like what the fuck are you coming at me with this now we got to take that spin a positive come back to the client and say you know get a get a better uh deal out of the, out of the customer without conveying that emotion across right and likewise yeah. they'll be like how much are they asking for like we're we're that buffer in between buffering like a lot of emotion right and same thing like real estate deals real estate is even more commoditized 
than, than recruiting is about to be because you can get all the information you need, all of it. And, but there's still a need for those agents to massage like the in-between and, yeah. and, and, and relationships are everything. The relationships are differentiated. Totally. Totally. And on our side, you're going to have a big company to create AI to be installed at the clients that'll avoid recruiters. So it's not like, oh, my God, the clients. This is the difference between LinkedIn. So we're going to see the evolution of these people. It could be someone out in this on this room, but it's already being evolved. There's going to be a big company and they're going to. So so that's going to now you'll still have someone to screen. It's going to change the workplace. And again, I'm talking about the population that's just doing the low hanging fruit. And I agree with David, too. I'm not saying, oh, my God, it's full Armageddon. It is for a bunch of them out there. That's what I mean. And only, you know, who, if you're watching this or what you're doing with it and some no, not at all. The relationships nailed it. And it goes back to last week's show, David, and the first week's show that you mentioned. And a lot of stuff we saw on Facebook, old schools becoming new school again, isn't it? And it better with things like AI. So it's not contradictory. you got to embrace the future big time, get hugely bigly, as Trump would say. Right. Or no, it was who said bigly. I think it might have been uh, Bush. Right. But old school relationships that you guys are talking about. Yeah. 100%. Well, it's, it's not like this Think, think about it, uh, about the, about the tenderization of, of society. Right. Um, I, I, I relate a lot of this stuff to dating cause that's just, it's, it's just, there's so many parallels. It's just yeah, crazy, but think about Tinder, Tinder nowadays, um, you know, back, back in it, back in the old days, we used to have to, we used to have to, uh, to get dates the old fashioned way. We got to, we got to walk up. We see a, a girl beyond social circle, but if it was just, uh, out, out at a mall or wherever at a party at a bar club, we see something that we find attractive. We've got to, we got to sack up and we got to walk up and be interesting. And we got to, we got to, we got to get past that first minute of awkwardness and, and make connection and whatever, just like making a cold call. Right. Well, in a lot of ways now you have everybody swiping left swiping right etc no one's walking up to people anymore and just being a real person and talking and it almost makes if you're if you're if you are good at making the cold call or just walk up and talking being interesting it actually makes that you don't have to, you actually don't have to work as hard as you used to have to because because there's right. no competition in that sphere everybody's doing this all the time and i think with automation uh, just even without ai just think about just automation in general or even with ai all, everybody's doing all that and so an old school becomes the new school when you do the old school things like make the cold calls in and on top of the animation it just makes it that much more special right so i think i think uh, that's why i think a lot of automation brings about the old school because again this tender tenderization of society makes walking up and talking to a member of the opposite sex or the same whatever uh and being interesting that much more special when 20 years ago it was not that special because we all did it now no one does it right same thing in cold calls today. Hardly anyone does it anymore. And when they do it, it's pretty shitty. So if you are pretty decent at it, because back, back back when I first got into search, that was the only way to get business with cold call because we didn't even use email. We faxed resumes. It was all phone, 100%, right? Remember using That's the whiteout strips over the contact info before you faxed it? That's and... <laughs> yes, right. And, and when we got a fax in, I remember we had to make a copy on our copier because it was those old faxes that would fade after, after like a few months. Remember those? Thermal facts. It was wax. Thermal, thermal dye. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that shows how how old we are. Um, all right, guys. I think that is about time for our show. Uh, God, we're that. that well, David, quick. before people leave, can you put up what's the link to the broker site? Uh, boss man, shout out to Peter Rubenstein. Um, 
Uh, any of you who is a staffing firm that would consider selling, you want to get valuation, you have temp business before recession. David, do you happen to have that handy of a nice form that could quickly fill out? We'll introduce you to Peter. He's an amazing Actually, broker. Uh, I will put that in the in the show notes. In the I don't have it handy right now, but okay. I'll put that in the comments after after. All right, yeah, wonderful. I'll do that. We'll put that in the comments. Take a look out for it. You can also message David or myself, okay? And we can we can forward it on Facebook. All right. So if you're interested, we'll make the introduction to you. But the form will also put in there. Anyone watching now? By the time you're watching a replay, you'll see it there, okay? And Chris, think, so I'm going to have to cover your face for a second here. I'm, I apologize. Okay. Real quick, I'm just going to go do our That's little. Right. Uh, Promos. Uh, download uh, Neil Neil's ebook uh, "Staffing by the Book" at backofficestaffingsolutions.com forward slash staffing, uh, and uh, it's a great book. I've read it myself. Uh, this is my sales and marketing book called "The Lighthouse Method." 220 meaty, girthy pages of sales and marketing goodness. Uh, that one completely free. Go to realdisp.me forward slash guide, and if you want to book an AI persona session with me, uh, go to realdsp.me.me forward slash AI dash persona and use the code persona for $500 off. Sorry about that, Chris. That's okay. I was, that's all right. I was just going to hide behind it. I was just say like closing thoughts wise. I just think if you, if you're a recruiter and you're feeling threatened by this or not sure like what you should do, just remember like it's a tool and somebody could be bad at using a tool. Like you could get given a financial calculator like you were in college, the really complicated one and not have any idea what the hell to do with it. You know, LinkedIn, it was going to end recruiting. There are people who are good at using it and there are people who are awful at it. There are people who are good at using various tools. There are people who are terrible at it. And even with AI, you're going to have an onslaught of just pure garbage from mm -hmm. a lot of people not trying. So if you learn how to do it better and how to weave it into what you're doing, you will stand out because there's going to be a sea of garbage. Yeah. In fact, in fact, the key about AI is, is if you're using AI to where no one can tell you're using AI, you're just really prolific. Yes. That's the key uh, is when you look at LinkedIn and you see posts, like when, when you see posts, like, or, 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 or words like unleash is a big one. Revolutionize is big. like AI tends to write certain words a lot. And I think over time you'll start seeing content, content that looks like, Ooh, AI, 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 ooh, written by a human. Okay, I'll pay attention to that one, right? And that can be written by AI. It's just trained well. Well, so it's all about SEO AI. They're already trying to do all that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's a and it's getting and but it is getting harder and harder to detect. One quick thing too, by the way, if anybody is using AI, um, bookmark the site. It's called GPT Zero. If you are using AI and you want to make sure it's not detectable as AI, uh, it's a free tool. Uh just copy paste whatever you've created into that, and I'll tell you which sections look like AI, and you can just swap those out with your own contacts. Anyway, chat it says GBT Zero. All right. Well, guys, I think that is it. That was a good show. And we got uh, our show next week. We're not sure what our topic is going to be yet, but um, uh, whatever it is, it will be a good one. It'll be a banger. Maybe we'll even have a guest. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, with that said, folks, I really appreciate you tuning in. Again, if you're watching this live, comment live. If you're watching this on a replay, comment replay. And before anything at all, if you're watching this, please give us some love or some hate, whatever. We don't care. Just show us your damn emotion, please. All right. With that said, folks. Bye, everybody.